the United States of America is called a Christian nation. Christian nation. Christian nation. It's time for a moment of clarity with your host, Pastor Richard Dietering. Let us pray that this nation does come to a moment of clarity. Faith, faith, faith. politics, politics, history, history, and current events. Current events. Now, your host, Pastor Rick. Pastor Rick will be joining you momentarily, but in the meantime, I'm Derek Stone with a moment on sports part one. The Detroit Red Wings defeated the Vegas Golden Knights 5-2 this past Sunday. In the first period, Lucas Raymond and Robbie Fabry scored nearly two minutes apart, and Puce Suter lit the lamp with one minute and 32 seconds remaining. The Red Wings stretched their lead to three thanks to a goal off the stick of Vladislav Nemesnikov 10 minutes and 39 seconds into the middle frame. Vegas shaved Detroit's advantage to two roughly four and a half minutes into the third period before Tyler Bertuzzi tallied an empty net goal in the final minute of regulation. Thomas Grice accumulated 38 saves, while Danny DeKaiser, Philip Hronick, and Sam Gagne each recorded a plus-two, plus-minus rating. Now here's your Moment of Clarity host, Pastor Rick Dietering. And good afternoon. It's Pastor Rick, and we have a lot to cover today. And, um, well, folks, I put out a new uh, one-minute spot moment of clarity, which I've been doing for years. And I make a point in this, and I, I want to reiterate this point. We as Christians, we are told to obey the law of the land. And the law of the land to us as Americans is the Constitution, and to us as Michiganders is the Constitution and the Constitution of Michigan. We are also told that God gives the sword to wield to, to the government who he picks. Again, here in the United States, the government is you and me. We're the government. And we get to choose every two to four years to have people wield that sword for us and do it in a way that will protect the law of the land, the law that we're given the Constitution. And when they fail to do that job, we must fire them. I've heard a couple times over the last couple of years, the president, who is a public servant, he is hired by us, the government. I've heard that same president that we've elected say that, uh, yeah, he knew it was against the Constitution, but he'd see how far he could take it. That is not what we hired him to do. He took an oath to the Constitution. So did Governor Whitmer. And we have to, as a people, honor the treaties that we enter in with other, other countries. And yet we are now being faced with the possibility of breaking a treaty with Canada. Now, folks, I don't know if you know how many Canadians you know. But they can be downright almost unpolite if you break a treaty with them. So it's not something I'd recommend fact is we have a governor and we have a president that is not following the law of the land, our constitution, and we must fire them in any way that we can, whether it be through impeachment or the election, we definitely can't let them steal it again. But we also have in our country a media that's causing 
this disruption. And it's aiding people like Whitmer and, and Biden to break the law. It's empowering them to do it. And it's that media that's causing the hatred and division in this country. I watched uh, uh, for a brief moment over this past weekend, I watched a, a show on TV. I don't watch it. I, I tend to pass by it every time it's on. It's called uh, the T TMZ. I, I hate giving them even credit. And they had H.L. Hughley on talking about this uh, this Kyle uh, Rittenhouse trial. And his comment was started out with, we got to figure out what's in white man's tears because as soon as a white man cries, he gets away with murder. Type was basically was his statement. And, and, and implied because of what was going on that black people cannot find justice anywhere in America. And the system is designed 100% to be against the, the black population. And there is no real justice in America. And made the whole Rittenhouse trial about racism. And I'm as he's doing that, I pull up the pictures of the three men that were shot in that episode. And they were all white. Now, I want you to notice I did not call them victims because at this point, it sounds like Kyle Rittenhouse has a defense of self-defense. Everything I heard, every 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 single witness that the prosecution brought forward, the prosecution brought forward, helped the argument that Kyle was defending himself. And yet the left is going nuts and the media is blaming the judge. The media is blaming the prosecution. The media is blaming everyone uh, for what happened and how the outcome of this trial is going to come out in favor of Kyle. And I believe it should. I don't know. I can't read the jurors' minds. But uh, they're already starting the blame game and starting to try to stir up the population to cause another riot in the name of racism, which is nuts. We have got to somehow get it through to the people. They need to disconnect from MSNBC and CBS and NBC and any other leftist media group that is trying purposefully to divide and destroy this country. Joining me today are my co-hosts, and I'm with great delight get to uh, announce that Phil Stargell is back with us today. How are you doing, Phil? I have better than, what is it? Um, how, I don't know. <laughs> you know how you say if I, if I was... Oh, if, if I was, I was any better, I, vitamins would be taking me? Yeah, vitamins would be taking me. That's 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 how good I feel today. Being I'll, back on the air after a several week hiatus. Well, I can say it's nice to see you. You have a problem saying that right now because, well, you're blind as a bat now because of your operations. But it's <laughs> nice seeing you. Well, I, I still got some pretty good in one, you know. All right. Um, yeah. A one-eyed yeah. bat. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, maybe, you know, I can restore some. So that's what I'm trying now. And, and my other co-host, which made a comment about about Phil <laughs> being a one-eyed bat. <laughs> At Bondurek. <laughs> How you doing? And, that's a dingbat, isn't it? <laughs> no, you're no dingbat, brother. No, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for asking. And behind the glass and miles away from me is Derek, the Swiss Army knife of radio, who can tell us about anything but curling, apparently. 
Well, let's try it. Anything going on with curling, Derek? Actually, I'm not sure what's going on in curling right now. I didn't find anything of major importance to report on, but I should if just for anybody who doesn't want to know, cover your ears. I'll give you a, a Michigan Penn State report. The Wolverines. Right. The Wolverines but are up. Before you give us that report, I want to thank you for showing the people again. Once again, I'm right. All right, now give us Penn State. <laughs> so in the third quarter, there's about 12 minutes remaining. The Wolverines are ahead, 14 to six. Go blue. I'd rather be saying go green and white, but uh, hey, that's just me. So, Ed, uh, what what do you think about this trial going on? I'll ask you first, this Rittenhouse trial. What, what, what's your take on this? Free Kyle. You know, I've, I've read a few days ago, I was reading a number of places believing that given what was going on, that the judge would just direct the jury and it would be a directed verdict. And yet we haven't seen that happen and I've then the question was, would there be a mistrial? Would the judge declare a mistrial? And I think that's the last thing that the judge wants, and it's the first thing that the that the prosecution wants is a mistrial because they've well, they tried they've, for one. Pardon me? They tried. Oh, yeah, for that's the only thing that explains half of what they did. I mean, you know, when when the prosecution is listens to the defense, uh, I'm sorry, not the defense, but one of the uh, uh, witnesses describe how Kyle shot him after he pointed a gun at Kyle and the prosecutor plants his face in his palm of his hand. You know, it's it's like watching a movie, you know, some right. comedy. It's like, wow, I mean, it's over. Why don't we just go home? But what really bothers me, as long as you ask, is the fact that the left has been threatening the jurors in a way that's uh, non, 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 non-verbal, taking right. their pictures, threatening to dox them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the jurors are the ones that should be protected above all things so they can come through with an honest verdict without being uh, harassed by or, mm-hmm. or threatened by, by the community. And um, I, I always thought since the beginning that the jurors should have been completely sequestered and animated you know, total anonymity uh, going into it. Uh, I was listening to this D.L. Hughley on MTZ, and and I'll tell you, his solution wasn't about uh, blurring out the faces of the jurors. He thinks that uh, witnesses should not be seen, or not witnesses, the the defendants should not be seen at all in court. They should be behind a, a dark curtain and never see who they are. Because body language can sometimes give more truth than he wants to come out, apparently, you know. And I think body language speaks speaks volumes in a testimony. And yet his witnesses. You meant the witnesses. He he meant that the that the the defendant should not be able to be seen at all by ever by the jury because he says because there's bias. But I, I honestly believe that body language, I've been on a number of juries and I've watched the body language. You can't take body language into account as testimony, but it speaks volume to, to what's being said and helping you weigh what the, what, what the witnesses are saying. Well, this was unusual in that Kyle was put on the witness stand. 
This is yeah. very unusual in a murder trial. But the, I think the, pros- the prosecution, the defense attorney was so convinced that uh, they had this locked that this would be the, the uh, huh, pardon the pun, but killing blow. Yeah. Go ahead, so, Phil. I see you raising your hand there. Yeah, it's, uh, this DL Hughley is such an idiot. He only sees color in any endeavor that he's involved in. It's about color, not about competency, not about um, any kind of uh, equal treatment. He, you know, he's, he's always looking for an edge on race. You know, I can't say everything he's done is like that, but I, since then, I looked up because he does radio also, and I've looked up a lot of his shows and a lot of his commentaries and a lot of what he had to say. And everything I listen to would agree with what you just said that he's all about race. Yeah. I mean, that's, and uh, no matter what the, 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 the issue, no matter what, he's looking for the race angle and. Try to lay the blame on past practices, past, in other words, if the systematicness of his racism never goes away. It's always there and about every issue. Do you see, and this goes to both my co-hosts, then we'll take my caller and even the caller can weigh in on this afterwards. But do you see the left right now, the left-leaning, not the left-leaning media, the very leftist media, uh, you can't say they're leaning. They are all the way tipped over. Um, the left leftist media, do you see them right now taking this and just turning it into another thing to cause more division in this country? Or are, do you think they're actually trying to be honest in, in their approach on reporting this? I've got my opinions, and but I'm not going to say it until I hear your two. Uh, what do you think, Ed? I pass. You pass? How about you, Phil? I'd put you well, on a spot like that. <laughs> the, yeah. The the issue is defending yourself against aggression and what you think is aggression. He's turned it into race when there's no issue there that you can question the racist motive of either party. It, I, what's, so if you... Uh, have um, this D.L. Hughley, if you ask him to comment on the, the lady that the cop killed, where she she had the knife and was trying to attack another person, yep. ask, ask him what his opinion is on it. He'll say that the cop was acting out of racist motives. Yeah, he would. Because he says everything is done by the police out of racist motive. Go ahead, Ed. Well, of course, anything a white person does is is racist. That's the whole function of the uh, 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 CR, CRT uh, movement, you know, that uh, white privilege, everything is done. Everything can be run back to the fact that everybody involved was white. Therefore, racism implicitly was involved. I mean, it's a joke. We used to joke that, you know, that was the fallback. Everything would be race someday. And now today everything is race. What I find amusing about how the media is handling this, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, is they are 
saying the only reason Kyle's going to get off, like, like he he's guilty. First of all, they've already found him to be guilty. Uh, in spite of what everything that happened in the court, and if you watch the court, I watched most of it. I did not see the event that you were talking about, but I see reruns of it. I didn't see it live, but I seen other things about the phase plant. When the guy says, "Yeah, he didn't shoot me until I pointed the gun at my at his head," you know. <laughs> so, um, but the 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 media has already announced his guilt, and I thought our constitution, the law of the land, says that we are innocent until proven guilty. Which is why the judge would not allow him to call the three that were shot victims. Because at this point, are they victims or were they perpetrators? That's what they are. So he couldn't allow it. And, uh, of course, the media is blaming the judge. The media is blaming um, the prosecution. They're blaming everyone for Kyle going to get off on this. How about our Constitution says he should, based on what I saw, going only based on what I saw in the trial myself. Let's take a, a call from Gary. Go ahead, Gary. Hey, Rick. Hey, Phil. Hey, um, the other guy. What's his name? <laughs> Ed? Ed, yeah, that's him. <laughs> hey, look, this trial should not have come to the judge. They should have had a hearing. They should have showed the first video of him running away, all the people chasing him, them attacking him, him defending himself, and say, this is not going to trial. But the media, a year ago, already passed judgment. because They started immediately calling him a white supremacist, a vigilante, a murderer, all those things. So what needs to happen, and it won't, Every time there's an event in this country, the media should step back for three days until they have an investigation, find out what really happens, and then they can start talking about it. But they start talking about it within minutes and seconds, throwing out all yep. kinds of accusations and, and stuff, and nobody knows the truth. But in this case, and in multiple other cases, such as um, Sandman and Richard Jewell and uh, the um, rugby players, the media just goes nuts. They say whatever they want to say. They prejudice the jury, uh, and it's just not right. But they get away with it year after year, decade after decade, because nobody fires them. Why? Because they want the chaos. They want this. They need this to tear our country apart so they can replace it with a Marxist society where the elites rule everything, and we down at the bottom have to scrape and scrape for everything. That's what they want. That's what they're trying to set up. And it's up to us every day we can to get out there and stop them. You're right. You, you, you actually take me into where I wanted to take this, this, this show is what the media is doing today. And you brought up like the, the rugby team um, in Duke and uh, let's, let's even say Kavanaugh and the, the, the Russian collusion. They, they've yeah. come up with their own narrative. They made a, another story out of it, like the Russian collusion that it was Trump, 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 Trump. Come to find out it was Hillary, 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 you know? And for four years, we heard about Russian collusion, but that didn't happen. We watched impeachment trials over something that didn't happen because the media set the narrative. We've seen it with Kavanaugh. We've seen it with Amy Comey, uh, Coney Barrett. We've seen it with Gorsuch, even to the to some point. Everything that's coming through that the conservatives are doing, they flip it and they make it a, ter- a horror movie for the people to watch, and they believe it. And then 
after they get the effect they want and they get the result they want or come close to getting the result they want and they've caused the division, then they say, we were wrong. Or sometimes they just right. kick it under the rug. But they don't even, and they won't even admit that they got it wrong. But they don't go back in retrospect and, and find out where they made mistakes and try to fix it. Therefore, they're They don't see that they made a mistake. They've seen that they did exactly what they wanted to do, and that's to cause oh, sure. division. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, Gary, for calling. We got, hey, Joe. Hey, it was nice talking to you. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, what's your name? What's his name? I, 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 I heard, I heard. <laughs> hey, Joe, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How about you, brother? Oh, you know, I, I am doing so great. I wish I wasn't me, just so I could have the joy of meeting me for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I called to talk about the U of M game. No, but seriously. I had to play in well, the... You, you want to smile to Derek's face. You know? <laughs> but Even though he can't tell me anything about crying. The wing pundits with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. I just, it, it drives me crazy. They keep repeating the same talking point. He had no business being there. Well, he lives in the area. He works by there. He had business being there. Now, you Go ahead, Ed. Oh, hold on, Joe. Go ahead, Ed. Hold on, about Joe. He lived in Illinois. He crossed the state line to be there. He was doing community service. He had every right to be there, but he didn't live there. It wasn't his home community, but he knew people that were there. Let me also, so before John, I, I'm going to let you continue on with this, even if we, we go into the next break. Uh, we live in America. We can travel anywhere in this country we want. We don't need travel papers or excuses to go and be an American anywhere in this country. Except in New York City and Los Angeles. Well, okay. We need vax, vax papers. want to go to those two places. Come on. Exactly. I know. But well, he had every every right to be there. He was doing community service there. Wisconsin has, has the most open self-protection laws of any state in the country. It's easier to protect yourself in Wisconsin from being harmed than any other state. And everything he did was within Wisconsin law. With the but exception of his underage carrying a gun. And that's a mis- never hear the let's, let's talk about that when Joe's done. They- yeah. The ones that were shot had no business being there rioting, looting, and committing arson. Why I agree. Why do they question what they were doing there? They they were there to, to cause problems and riot. But they were exactly. not Exactly. Those inconvenient facts are just left out. Okay, one of the charges against him is a minor in possession, and Ed wants to talk about that that charge against him. Well, I looked that up after you and I talked earlier about that. And there is an exemption uh, for long guns for youth. And there's people who believe that that could come into play here. It was intended for hunting and target practicing, not necessarily for open carry and open areas for self-defense. However, it's, it's kind of vague, and he could get off on that one too and should. 
There, 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 there are, yeah, uh, I, I know what you're talking about, but even at this point, the, the defense would be happy if that's all they got because you'd get time served if there's, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a 90 day, it's a 90 day mm -hmm. misdemeanor of a youth having a gun. You and I, as you and I talked earlier, I was a very young man when I had my first 22 and I was out shooting a 22 and learning gun safety with a 22. Now the laws are changing all over the place. How old a, a young man can be before he can own his first, own his first long gun. Or, or go hunting. Go, I, Joe, finish up. I'm charges. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're charging you, but, him well, as an adult. How do you charge him with a minor in possession? If I were the judge, I'd say pick one. You charge him with a minor in possession, or you charge him for the other things as an adult. You don't get to have it both ways. This is prosecutorial abuse. No, when you do two different things like that, minor in possession and murder, you get them for one for both. But you don't go for all these succession of lesser charges, you know, where, okay. That's the music, time. folks. We'll be back after these messages. Stay all tuned. Right, I love you, brothers. And now, more with your host, Pastor Richard Dietering. On Wham. Pastor Rick will be joining you momentarily, but in the meantime, I'm Derek Stone with another moment on sports. The Michigan Wolverines men's basketball team defeated the Buffalo Bulls 88-76 this past Wednesday. Hunter Dickinson scored 27 points on 11 successful shots and grabbed six rebounds. Terrence Williams knocked down five field goals, tallied 15 points, and snagged seven rebounds, while Eli Brooks, Caleb Houston, Devontae Jones, and Musa Diabate combined for 36 points on 14 shots made. The Wolverines registered a 54% field goal percentage and 40% three-point field goal percentage, in addition to outscoring the Bulls by 10 in the paint, 5 in second-chance points, 5 in fast-break points, and 16 in bench points. Now, here's your Moment of Clarity host, Pastor Rick Dietering. And before I go to Pastor Rick, I forgot to mention, in men's curling, Korea and Japan will meet in the Pacific Asia Final to this afternoon. Now, here is your Moment of Clarity host, Pastor Rick Dietering. Uh, take oh, take that, 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 Rick. That was priceless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But Tyler, why are you making me laugh when we're having such a serious conversation, Derek? You're, 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 you're ruining the whole flow of this show. <laughs> wow, I thought he was doing his it, job. It, it's, all, yes. <laughs> it's all about redemption for me. When, when I let you down, I got to make sure I redeem myself. Oh, you did. You just did. Thanks. Good thing you weren't yeah. drinking... Soda pop. Hey, folks, uh, this is <laughs> this moment of clarity with my co-hosts, Phil Stargell and Ed Bondarenka, or what's his name? Um, <laughs> Derek, Derek, our producer. Host of What's That Show. Yeah, <laughs> host of what, what That Show. Um, welcome back. And uh, I got a lot of ground to cover. I'm going to take, a, let's take this next call because I want to kind of branch off from where we're at. And uh, so I'll be changing the subject a little bit. So to keep on topic, 
for our next caller. I won't do that yet. Hey, Walter, put on your seatbelts, everyone. It's Walter. Uh, that's I right, it guys. Walter. There we go. Let's get started. <laughs> there. Go ahead. Uh, I got the first topic I want to talk about, but here I want to. Um, oh yeah, Kyle. Kyle. You know what? The news media are such crooks. They even have commercials at the same time. You know, ABC, CBS, David Muir, George Stephaphoniness, and uh, oh, how can we leave De- uh, Lester Holt out of it? He's a first-class crook too. They all get. They all go to the station breaks at the same time, and they all report on the same stuff, probably almost verbatim the same time and hour and minute. And mm-hmm. uh, Kyle is just another topic that gives them something else to talk about other than COVID vaccines, booster shots, and uh, mandates. They could get to take a little reprieve, but they will revert right back to it within seconds. That's right, the major news channels. Um, LeBron James, I didn't hear you guys touch off on uh, LeBron James. Let me give up. Let me put a word out, shout out to LeBron James. Shut up and play basketball, you big dummy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, you know, That's LeBron LeBron James, I believe, is he's the one who came out and was just made the deal because Kyle was crying on the stand and saying, I didn't see a single tear. I'm sitting there watching water run down. Uh, what, as I was looking on the screen, what would be his left side of his face? Um, I don't know what Kyle or, or what LeBron was watching, but I was seeing tears. And if you look at him, his nose was all red. He, he looked like a crying little boy. I, don't, I liked what Ron Edwards said earlier on a field show. He'll probably remember it. And this yeah. is no slam. This is no slam against you, Caucasians. That's that's conservative, Christian, and Republican. This is against the racist Democrat, white, white liberal Democrats, the God haters, the baby killers. Uh, right. They they are the one. They are the ones who we direct our uh, anger toward. And far as let me say something real quick. Here's a caution. You remember in the Old Testament. I'm pivoting over to a different subject on Republicans and what's going on in our country right now with the dirty Democrats. You show me a Republican who calls Barack Obama nice. Guess who it was? Mitt Romney. You show me a Republican, also John McCain, who said that Joe Biden is a nice guy. Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, he's my buddy. And I'll show you a Republican will help to destroy the country. That's right. I said it again. It will help to destroy the country by being with an unholy alliance and making treaties with Democrats. The very thing that uh, Rush Limbaugh used to crowd against is not our goal to work with them, but to defeat them. And I'm pretty sure you guys said it. We have this unholy alliance. In In the Old Testament, God dealt severely with his people before they went into Israel, about making a treaty with their enemies. He said, defeat them, destroy them. Yep. And and that's in the natural, but in the spiritual right now, in the natural and everything else, you cannot work with Democrats. That will deliver you another Democrat in office. Another white Republican. We're dealing with these watered-down Republicans who call evil people like Joe Biden, a wicked, evil man like Barack Obama, evil to the core, call them nice people. I even heard in the past that Donald Trump warned Mitt Romney 
when Mitt Romney ran against Barack Obama. It is before Donald Trump became president. He told Mitt Romney, he asked Mitt Romney, why are you calling Barack Obama a nice guy? He's not a nice guy. This is mm-hmm. the epitome of our problems, guy. If anybody's going to doom, damn, done for this country, it will be rhinos. You guys already I, I know think... it. I'm not telling you nothing you already know, but I see a pattern here with, with Republicans. Who yep. just sided with the Democrats to help to destroy our economy even more? 13 of them. And I heard, by the way, Susan Collins and Mitt Romney, no, nothing unexpected, right? They joined them, right? Unholy right. alliance. In the Old Testament, God did severely with those kind of Israel, those Israelites that made deals with the heathen. They were either stoned to death or what? Stuck through with a sword. I'm out of here. Walter. Well, All right. Walter. Thanks a lot, Walter. Um, he makes some solid points. We can't yeah. have the we can't have the right working with the left. Look, the, what comes to mind in the Old Testament to me is Balaam. Yeah, you know, you know uh, he he stood against Israel, even though he was a prophet from God supposedly. Um, we, we find that uh, his jackass was smarter than he was. So it's uh, um, well, I'd like to I can say that on the air. Can I? Can I? Okay, I got the thumbs up. I, I can I can refer to Balaam's jackass. Good. Um, so, uh, I want I want to kind of move this conversation a little bit because the the media is making this all about race because this happened at uh, uh, what they call uh, Black Lives Matter peaceful protest that just happened to involve dumpster burnings, rocks being thrown, cops being attacked, property getting destroyed. But other than that, it was peaceful. Um, and so let's talk about BLM for a little bit. And I'm going to do this. I'm, you're, going to, you're going to like this segue, I think. On January 6th, there was this involvement at the, at the House. And, and the Democrats came out crying the first time, the first time that the House, the people's House has ever been attacked. How terrible is this? They mm. lied. The first time that that house was attacked in, in, in modern day was in 1983 by a leftist group of Marxists where they blew up the second floor, the Republican section of the house. That was the May 19th coalition. Remember that, Phil? Yes, I do. And, okay, uh, and one of the people that was arrested for doing that, Susan Rosenberg, who under Bill Clinton was pardoned, <laughs> on his last day, he let her out of jail. Um, now is on the board of directors for BLM. She raises money for BLM. She's an avowed an avowed Marxist communist, not not a socialist, not not a Swedish socialist or European socialist. She is a a, a devoted Marxist communist. Is collecting money and helping on the board of directors for BLM. And this, this is why if I ever went to a place where I knew they'd be marching, I would want to protect myself too. But the media sells BLM as this loving organization to show people that Black Lives Matter too. I had somebody who I got in this conversation with, he was a person of color, and he says, well, don't you think Black Lives Matter? I said, of course I do. Don't you think white lives, red lives, yellow lives matter? And he says, yes. He says, but we're just trying to say that black lives matter too. And I says, well, then say that. And don't hire a bunch of socialists and communists to push it down our throat. You get out there and say, my life matters too. And I will agree with you 100%. 100%. And he says, by, by you saying all lives matter, that's racist. 
I says, no, I'm saying your life matters too, just like you just said. Yeah, go ahead, Ed. Well, that's why my friend Neil Mommen started an organization called um, Every Black Life Black Matters. Black Life Matters. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that what Walter was talking about in bringing attention to the rhinos in the Republican Party is that what happened to the Tea Parties, how they were allowed to be discredited as a bunch of who knows what. Uh, I don't, they, they call them every kind of name you can think of. Uh-huh. And we allowed them to get away with it by letting the, that, that coalition that brought about some changes and we let that coalition be thrown apart and discredited. We've got to make sure that that uh, things like Paul Ryan and a lot of these uh, uh, Republicans are telling you that they're going to take back the House, take back the Senate and the presidency, not with the way they act and the way that they acted in the past. Where well, they so let me let me just talk on this. Yes, the people that were in the Tea Party back when it was a real strong gra grassroots organization or group of people, um, they were called every name in the book. But I will I'm going to discredit the Tea Party a little bit myself because what what did they become? They became a bunch of little groups where they wanted to each have their own little leader and their own little groups, and they totally diverted away from the cause of the Tea Party. You know that to be true, and I know that to be true. They completely yeah. vacated the cause that they were fighting for, and by doing so, they discredited themselves. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying is that that since there might be a wave, a red wave, they better be very, very uh, conscious of what, who is involved in that wave on the elected side, yep. because. They get into office, too many re rhino Republicans get into office and then want to play that bipartisan stuff and hide behind uh, our Constitution that says this or that. Democrats don't care anything about the Constitution and they have distorted the Constitution through these liberal judges that we put into the, to the system. And what I mean by that is they tell you and me that it's a constitutional right to have an abortion. But what about the constitutional rights of that unborn child to, to, to draw his first breath? And, and the thing about it is that uh, we have allowed this to go on and let them get the high side of this, of this argument and say things like a woman's right to choose is, is, is equal to an infant's right to live. And, and once, if we ever can get away from that, we might stand a chance of changing this country for, for the rest of our lives. You make, you make a lot of good points there. So let me just hit on one of those. Um, Sarah Palin's running mate. Oh, what, what's his name? Um. John Romney. <laughs> John uh, uh, <laughs> Oh. It was not Romney. John McCain. I can't believe you guys felt. Okay, Sarah Palin's running mate ran on the idea of of being a maverick. Now, what I heard back when McCain was running, when he says I'm a maverick, is I will go against the principles of my party. Yeah. 
Didn't anyone else hear that? Yes. Oh, he's a maverick. He's got to do things. No, what he was saying is I'm going to do things that my party disagrees with, uh, all for the sake of singing Kumbaya with the Democrats. And uh, not the kind of maverick we need. Now, the kind of maverick I would love to see in office is the one who says this is the way it's been done for years, and I'm not going to do it that way anymore. I'm going to do it the way the law of the land, our Constitution, tells us to do it. That's the kind of maverick I want. Yeah. One that will buck the system. Hey, we just had somebody like that in office until the election was stolen from him. And that's the reason why I, I'm so angry with the with the people in the Republican Party. Again, if anybody thinks that uh, Trump and those people that were trying to decertify portions of that election, just go back and look up the election of 1876. Rutherford B. Hayes and uh, a liberal out of New York as a Democrat going with the Confederacy from the Democrat Party. And now, I want to so, shoot this a little back because I, right now I want to spend some time picking on the left media because they're the ones causing a lot of this problem. I after this last election, after this last election, the the left media said, "How can an election be stolen? It can't be stolen. It can't be stolen." They kept saying, "It can't. It can't. It can't. It can't. It can't. It's impossible. It can't be stolen." While four years just before that, what they say, the election was stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump found a way to steal the election. The election was stolen. The election was stolen. The election was stolen. All of a sudden, it can't. There you go, using logic again. Come on. Yeah. Collusion with the Russians stole our election. Now, how do you do that? Yeah. And, and now uh, uh, there's another one with the media. He he colluded with Russia. He colluded with Russia. Russia, 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 Russia collusion, Russian collusion. Trump is evil. Trump is evil. His people are evil. They're colluding with Russia. Come to find out Hillary is colluding. Hillary. <laughs> where, where, where's the cry out against the Democrat Party on that one? Really? Well, it's, it's, it's true. It's, we got a two-tier justice system. One one system for the Republicans and one system for the Democrats. And it seems like the Republicans don't really reason, uh, realize it because they never use their power to directly attack the Democrats when they take over the House of Representatives. Hold or, on. I got to say something. Someone had a bicycle with a card in the spoke spinning sound going on. <laughs> I had to cut that not off. Not me. I muted not me. Right. So um, we have a case. I, I look back and Gary, one of our callers brought it up, the 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 Duke thing where they accused the Duke uh, boys uh, of, of, of rape of rape and everything else. Come to find out the girl wasn't raped, but they had built up the story and condemned them already before it was even close to being true. Yeah. Tawana Brawley. Tawana Brawley. I mean, that goes back much further. You know, that guy's whole career was based on Tawana Brawley, which was a total fraud, just you like talk, he is. Talking about yeah. Al Sharpton. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the I mean, Reverend Al Sharpton. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can talk about that. What church is he a reverend of? Church of Satan. Could it be? I mean, seriously, Satan? he doesn't have a church. Yeah. Yep. But uh, that the what, I, what I'm trying to point out to the people, and I want to make them aware, is the media will lie to you. 
when it was Kavanaugh, they were going back. They committed him. They had him condemned of rape with an accusation of one person who earlier with Gorsuch says someone should come forward and accuse Gorsuch of rape. So he can't get he can't get put on. Next thing you know, along comes Kavanaugh. And she does exactly what she said should have happened with Gorsuch. If someone needs to come forward, even if it's not real. And they don't take any of that into account because here is somebody that doesn't meet their narrative of what they where they want to see the country go. We yeah, have a they, that, that was a pattern set by the Clarence Thomas hearings. Who Joe Biden was an opponent of. Right. Did you say yes. Joe Brandon? I couldn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Well, I know what that means, so I, I probably, well, I can say that because <laughs> it's not actually saying what it's supposed to be saying, I guess. So <laughs> it's, uh, um, you know, it's been, I was explaining that on my show earlier that that word that, you know, that F word really doesn't mean what it, we have to find another word because when people use that word, they typically don't mean, you know, the sexual connotation what they really mean is absolutely, you can't think of a term that conveys disgust and, and ire and, you know, just yeah, every you, negative. You can't, there's another word. We need another word. You can't Let's yell more on, more on Biden because Biden will think we want more of him. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. The, the, the media is so far to the left and they don't understand that it's to their own demise because if the state ever takes over, most of them are losing their jobs. By the way, I heard uh, uh, Mad Cow or what's her name? Um, yeah, MSNBC. Yeah, I heard she's leaving. No, she got promoted. Oh. She to got what? promoted raised, in the news organization. A big, yeah. it would have been raised too. Mm -hmm. well, is she going to still be on TV? I, I guess she probably won't be on uh, I have no idea. People, I, I don't she, care. Yeah, I heard she's losing her show, and somebody else is losing their show, and they're looking for replacements. That's all I know. It makes sense mm -hmm. they're promoting her up because she's the socialist that they need. And she's the only one that uh, has, has held good ratings. Everybody else is in the tank, aren't they? I don't even think her ratings are considered that good. For them, they are. <laughs> yes. For them, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, overall. I don't know. I don't see it as a smooth move. I mean, whatever. At MSNBC, LSD, you know. Oh, but they're, they're, they're actually working, as I'm saying, they're actually working towards their own demise and they don't realize it. Because well, once we become a communist country, then the, the, then, then it's the government that owns the, the networks. Then again, if you, are, if you are a good soldier for them, they'll probably keep you on, I guess. There's another way to look at that. They're working towards their own demise. And that's the same reason the Democrats and the liberal liberals, and I'm being redundant, you know, are are working towards their own demise like we saw in Virginia. You know, it's like they are. They're they're the the left as they keep going with MSNBC and C, C, uh, CNN, they're losing and losing and losing, and yet they double down. But people are turning away from droves. They are working towards their own demise, just like the leftist Democrats are. And I, I let, let's call them progressives and not liberals, because liberal actually held a different connotation. In, you're right. You, you're right. But in, it's in, like words change, and that's a word that's actually changed. 
and, and it shouldn't why, have. That's why we uh, must identify the rhinos and, and, and get them out because they will do everything they can to throw these socialists a, a lifeline and, and restore them back to power. Well, what I would like to see is Nancy Pelosi in jail. Well, that would be better. <laughs> I, I was I was going to say be used as a curling stone, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> dwarf tossing, right? Yeah, only with her. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, but I would do anything to stop her from doing this. Yeah. With her hand. <laughs> With the hand. Oh, With the hand. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, she could be well, her own sweeper a, if she was a curling stone, you see? She's <laughs> Italian. You know, she is Italian, so she's got to talk yeah. with her hands. But, you know, she talks out of both sides of her mouth, so she also has to use both hands when she talks. Okay. I'm, I'm looking yeah. for predictions here. We got just, we got a few minutes to do this. Predictions. Just guilty or not guilty. Kyle Rittenhouse. Does the jury come back guilty or not guilty? I think uh, not guilty. Or, or a mixture. Yeah, it could be a mixture, but I think Ed, that, uh, I think not guilty. I think mostly on. not guilty. I think he's going to find guilty on one count, and that's going to be misdemeanor in possession. Folks, that's the oh, end of our yeah. show. God love you all, and I'll see you next week on A Moment of Clarity. been listening to a moment of clarity on wham talk 1600 with your host pastor richard Dietering. be sure to tune in again next week right here on wham radio 